Coming up, more excitement from the first full week of Major League Baseball. This is Locked On MLB. The biggest games, the best performances, expert analysis. You are locked on now. Welcome in. You're listening to Locked On Now MLB, local experts on the biggest stories in baseball. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every single weekday. All of our Locked On hosts are here to recap the action from Tuesday around baseball, but we start off with our biggest game. The biggest game. The Astros and Diamondbacks played dead even through eight innings, and the Astros scored in the ninth on the D-backs' new closer to get the win. Locked on Astros and Diamondbacks gives you both sides of the pitching duel. Hey, Siri. Who won the Astros versus Diamondbacks game on March the 12th? The two played yesterday, with the Astros narrowly winning 2-1. to one. That's right, and Jose Siri and Michael Brantley were our co-players of the game. Michael Brantley had three hits. He went three for five, and Jose Siri went two for four with a solo shot. It was a 456-foot blast. Just hit it to the moon. Luis Garcia had a great first outing of the season. Only one strikeout, but he still looked good. Brian Abreu gave up the lone run. The Astros won two to one. Ryan Presley gets the save. The bullpen comes in and does the job. Phenomenal team win. Even though Jordan Alvarez is out with the bugs, some of the coaches got something going through the clubhouse. We wish them well, but they go on to a day game against Arizona on Wednesday. Remember, we are your team every day. Stay tuned in to Locked on Astros. Go Stros. Mark Melanson was signed this offseason to be a stabilizing force in the back end of the bullpen, but instead, tonight's loss is on him. Miller Thomas of Locked on D-backs here. Now, I can't give the full piece of the blame pie to Mark Melanson, but he deserves the biggest piece because entering the ninth, tied game, 1-1, Mark Melanson had two outs on the board and he was not able to get the job done. Gave up a double to Siri, a walk to Altuve before giving up the go-ahead hit to Michael Brantley. Mark Melanson was just not able to keep the game close like we would have expected when we signed him during the offseason. But on the bright side, the relievers outside of Mark Melanson looked really good, like Ian Kennedy, who had a nice bounce-back performance after struggling a bit on Saturday. Nowhere Ramirez worked out of a nice jam as well, covering for Madison Bumgarner, who had a pretty encouraging start. The first start of the season did not look great for Bumgarner, but much improved this time around. Five innings, one earned run. I thought he looked really comfortable up there on the mat. The D-backs now have to hope that they can win the second game of the series against the Houston Astros because it's only a two-game series, so to avoid getting swept and getting the split, they have to win Wednesday afternoon. The Phillies hosted the Mets again yesterday, and this time around, the Philadelphia Bats were silent after Tyler McGill shut down Philly. Locked on Phillies goes over the slow day on offense. Well, the offense didn't hold up their end of the bargain on this one. Connor Thomas, host of Locked On Phillies. Yeah, the Phillies fall two to nothing to the New York Mets. Uh, Zach Wheeler didn't look awful in his first start of the year. He had to figure it out a little bit in the first inning. But the top of the order for the Phillies is starting to be a little bit worrying early here in the season. The Harper, Real Muto, Castellanos, Hoskins, not so much Reese Hoskins, but also Kyle Schwarber in there. Those top four guys, not counting Reese Hoskins, are batting. They were batting like 140 coming into this one, and 
That's not going to cut it. Got another good outing from the bullpen. Got a solid start from Zach Wheeler like we talked about. But Tyler McGill for the Mets just shoved. Sometimes you're going to run into a pitcher that does. Hopefully, the offensive explosion for this team, like we saw on opening day, is coming again tomorrow in the series ender. So, hey, series wins, still possible. You're going to drop games. This one wasn't a good one. Not that much exciting to take out of it for the Phillies, but it happens. Let's go get one tomorrow. What do you say, boys? Our Locked On Yankees hosts have been telling fans not to worry about the slow start from the team, and Aaron Hicks proved that point right on Tuesday. Locked On Yankees has more with the recap. This is Stacey Gasulius of Locked On Yankees, and the Yankees beat the Blue Jays 4-0 tonight. Would you like to join in? I think Sweet Pea wants to say hi. Hello. Are you excited about the Yankees winning tonight? Yes. Yes, I am. Are you excited about Aaron Hicks hitting a home run? Yes. Yes, I am. Who told Yankee fans not to panic about Aaron Hicks? You did. That's right. I did. It's only five games into the season, people. Everyone was acting like his season was over yesterday. She really wants to be in this video. Anyway, so the Yankees win 4 nothing against the Blue Jays, which is a big deal because the Blue Jays' offense is frightening. And the fact that Nestor Cortez, Clay Holmes, Miguel Castro, Jonathan Loizaga, and Aroldis Chapman held them to no runs is a pretty big deal. The Yankees' bullpen has been solid. Honestly, the starters have been solid, too. They just can't last that long. Nestor Cortez Jr., you know, Tyone last night lasted five. Cortez Jr. only went four and one-third. What are you going to do? Early in the season, I warned everyone that the pitchers probably weren't going to go long into games, and that is the pattern that we're seeing so far. But Yankees win. Perhaps they start a new winning streak. I'll let you know everything you need to know about this game on tomorrow's show. Plus, I will preview tomorrow night's matchup as well. So tune in. The Red Sox went into the sixth inning against the Tigers without any offense, so to speak, and down by three. But in the last innings, Boston scored five straight to come back and beat Detroit. Locked on Red Sox tells you how they came up big in the clutch. What's up? This is Jake Azuski from the Locked on Red Sox podcast. As the Red Sox get their second win of the season as they come all the way back from losing three to nothing to beat the Detroit Tigers five to three but this was off of the help of an incredible relief performance by Garrett Whitlock pitching four innings striking out two as well as a explosive offensive performance by Rafael Devers going three for five Rich Hill started this game for the Red Sox going four and one thirds having a little bit of trouble in that third inning allowing three runs but he was able to finish off his outing strong in the fourth inning but the Red Sox as I mentioned creeped all the way back in the sixth inning starting off with a Kiki Hernandez double then Rafi singled then JD Martinez doubled to help the Red Sox tie the game then Rafi came all the way back in the eighth inning to help the Red Sox get the lead four to three and then Christian Arroyo came in on the action as well helping the Sox score that fifth run but I think what happened was they listened to Lauren and I's performance, talking a little bit of crap about the offense in this morning's uh, episode. And the Red Sox said, well, we'll show you. And the offense showed up and looked like that 2021 team that really was never out of a game. But Lauren and I are going to be breaking down this game as well as tomorrow's game on Thursday's episode. So we'll see you guys then. Coming up, the Rockies win on the road, and Albert Pujols turns back the clock for Cardinals fans. This is Locked On Now MLB. 
This edition of Locked On Now is brought to you by Bet Online, the number one place for all of your online sports betting needs. Definitely want to head over there now that the NBA playoffs are underway and Major League Baseball is back as well. Just head over to betonline.net. Welcome back to Locked On Now MLB. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every single weekday. Albert Pujols went long in a Cardinals uniform for the first time in a very long time. It's also our best performance. The best performance. Hold up, hold up, hold up. The St. Louis Cardinals got the win and a whole bunch of nostalgia on Tuesday. They held off Kansas City and Albert Pujols turned back the clock for his first home run with that team in quite some time. Locked on Cardinals takes you through it all. St. Louis Cardinals offense slugs its way to victory tonight against the Kansas City Royals as the Cardinals win 6-5 to in Game 1 of the I-70 series. I am Lucas Smith of the Locked on Cardinals podcast. This was a memorable one for the St. Louis Cardinals fan base as Albert Pujols hit his first home run since returning to the St. Louis Cardinals. It was fitting that it was at Busch Stadium. It was an electric call by Danny Mack on the TV side of things. Just a, a powerful moment tonight for St. Louis Cardinals fans to witness Albert Pujols hitting his 680th home run of his historic Hall of Fame career, and hopefully his first of many for this season. It came right after a Nolan Arenado two-run blast as the reigning NL Player of the Week continues his dominance. That's a pretty good 4-5 or five in the lineup when they're both right. Andrew Kisner adds a home run as the offense was enough tonight to support Dakota Hudson and Jordan Hicks in their combo start effort as the two combined for six complete innings. Then that's a win. Talked about that on the podcast today, that if those two can go six innings, that's a victory. Gallegos is able to nail it down. So all in all, the offense was supreme tonight, but Albert Pujols, the machine, stole the show. Some rain in the forecast on Wednesday, so we'll see if they get the game in. If so, we will see Zach Rinke versus Adam Wainwright. I'm reacting more to the Albert Pujols, Nolan Arenado drama on the next episode of Locked on Cardinals. So be sure to tune in. The Colorado Rockies are still unbeaten on the road after getting the second straight win over the Rangers on Tuesday. Our Locked On Rockies host has more for you. Rock On Rockies fans, Paul Holden here from the Locked On Rockies podcast. The Rockies sweep the Rangers in a mini two-game series and win their first road series. Something I don't think we said until... Oh, gosh. When did we say it? I can't even remember. The Rockies go out and take advantage of some kind of sloppy baseball from the Rangers, but are able to string together some big hits. Chris Bryant has a nice day at the dish, scoring some runs, but the big play. Rendal Gurchik, Grichik going out there. Gurchik, Grichik, he is out there checking the boards and grabbing, robbing a massive home run and the probably best play in baseball tonight. I'm going to say it right here. But the Rockies, 2-0 on the road, 4-1 to start the year, matching the best start in franchise history. Off day tomorrow. But not here on the Locked On Rockies podcast. We're talking about this win and a whole lot more coming up. So make sure you subscribe to Locked On Rockies on the YouTube channel. The San Francisco Giants scored more runs on Tuesday than they have so far this entire season up to this point. They destroyed the San Diego Padres in the process. Locked On Giants tells you how San Francisco's offense exploded at home. 12 runs in their first four games combined and then 13 runs tonight. Ben Kaspik with the Locked on Giants podcast. This was a game that really had it all if you're a Giants fan, starting with Alex Cobb making his Giants debut, 10 strikeouts in five innings, and he's your fifth starter, through a 92-mile-an-hour splitter, which is faster than his typical average fastball velocity in past seasons. We had heard all spring about how his velocity was up, 
Average 95, threw the fastest pitch he's ever thrown in a major league game tonight. So he and Rodon looking like great additions to the starting rotation one turn through. And then, yeah, the offense broke out in a big way with 13 runs tonight, three homers. There was even some unwritten rules controversy. So we'll get into all of that tomorrow. Lots to talk about on Locked on Giants, where it's your team every day. The Dodgers scored six runs in the eighth inning and took down the Minnesota Twins after going into the inning tied at one. Our Locked On Dodgers host goes over the box score. Well, it took too long and it wasn't always pretty, but the Dodgers got the win they needed against the Twins. What's up? This is Jeff from Locked On Dodgers. The Dodgers beat the Twins 7-2. They endured an 88-minute rain delay and a seven-inning offensive outage. Uh, But in the end, they put up six runs in the top of the eighth dealt with Randy Lay in the bottom of the eighth and finished things off. Andrew Heaney looked great, better than anybody could have hoped for. Uh, pitched four and a third solid innings. Should have been five shutout innings. Unfortunately, an error on a potential double play ball knocked him out of the game and uh, and let the, the Twins score their first run. But all in all, he looked great. The offense overall, uh, if you ignore the fact that they went long stretches of the game not looking great overall, the numbers were great. Uh, they were taking walks, which they haven't done a lot of. A lot of really good things coming out of this game uh, on the offensive side and the pitching side. And so it was a, a good team win. And Vince and I are going to be with you tomorrow morning to talk about it like we are every weekday morning on Locked on Dodgers. Please check it out. Uh, make Locked on Dodgers your first listen every morning because we love talking Dodgers with you. And we will talk to you in the morning. The Cleveland Guardians bats are off to a scorching start right now. Cleveland scored at least 10 runs for the third straight time. This one to get a win and open the series against the Mariners. Locked on Guardians takes you through the win and another big day from rising star Stephen Kwan. The Cleveland Guardians don't just win three in a row. That's three straight games with 10 or more runs, which shout out to Zach Meisel. Uh, has only been accomplished one other time since the year 2000. Stephen Kwan still has not swung in a miss. If you thought he had, it turns out that was a uh, check swing slash foul tip. So he is now up to 115 swings without missing. That is a new record, breaking the one set by David Fletcher previously. Uh, he has been unbelievable. He has been five games in the big leagues. He has reached base at least three times in all of those games. Uh, he had a big walk prior to the Grand Slam by Jose Ramirez. Guardians have been winning consistently, winning big, and it is a whole new ball game. People are getting a little worried about Shane Bieber, whose velocity is down and whose spin rate is down. He had six no-hit innings, almost. He got into the sixth with a no-hitter. Uh, it's a nice luxury to have to worry about your pitcher who got to the sixth inning with a no-hitter. His 